two years. So there's another brilliant decision by Western But on a plus note, Regan McGrath is no longer Brad's manager. So yes. They, I don't know if they're even, maybe they won't even have one, but the point is he got promoted to bigger and better things, which is fine. Because he ended up being like the Eastern District sales manager. So, well, including our district. Yeah. Multiple district sales managers, because we're... But I we're, feel really sorry for some of the classes they really Just, it's just that's just life. You get, what you get, you get what you get. Exactly. Like you apply for jobs, and I don't know what to say. I tried my hardest to to get in that position, but in the end, all I could do is give it a, give a good word and, and move on. So, I, it's certainly nothing that I can do anything. About. No, obviously not. Uh, it's nothing to do with. It's not even something that Arlen can do anything. I'm sure Ireland probably even wanted him for the job, but it's not up to Ireland. I'm not sure. No. I'm not 100% sure, but if they made this decision, it's dumb. Because this guy is winding down, losing interest, I can tell, motivation, and is two years away from retirement. So what's the sense? I, if two years is, is maybe even being generous, like he might even be a year away from like, honestly, he's just work. He's just, he's just working out his workman's comp for now. Like, who knows where he's going from here? So, and the reason I'm not telling you a name is because I'm not certain. But, um, not that I would be opposed to having this guy as a parts guy, but if he's indeed the one that's taking someone's position, there's no sense. For one. He doesn't know anything more about irrigation than Samu does. And then the other is, he's going to retire in a year and then Samu will have found another job. A year or two years and Samu will find another job and they'll have to find somebody else. It's very simple. Yeah. If, if um, he wanted it, he has seniority, so what is there to say? It's not always that simple. It's actually not always that simple. I don't think. I just think it's it's how big corporations think but it's not necessarily like i agree that that that's how big corporations think but that's not always that simple like i'm sure western sales would be delighted to move me into another position if i wanted one unfortunately that's the way they work if i wanted to be a parts guy in in alberta i could probably pull it off but why would i like it just doesn't make any sense but that's that's how big corporations work. I agree, but the seniority thing isn't necessarily a, a logical thing to consider, especially especially when you're looking for a full time position within basically a brand new company. Well, I guess you're not unionized, so so probably they don't have to do it. But like in Lonsburg, they have to. They have no, no, but but yeah. what I'm what I'm trying to say is that I agree. That's the way that a big corporation looks at things. But when you have somebody who's a year or two away from retirement, potentially stepping in the position, what on earth is the sense in that? Yeah. Because he's not going to be around much longer. Yeah. Like if you want to look, look at things from a practical point of view, I don't think it's sensible. But it's also not my decision, so 
I guess the only thing is remaining if someone wanted to become an electrician, but I doubt he wants to start at around 20 bucks an hour, although two or three years and he'd probably be in his mid-30s. Like, he's already the equivalent of a second-year electrician because he basically worked one year. So if he wanted to do it, I mean, it would only take him three years probably to, to be earning almost as much as I am, which is in, already in the 30s. But you just have to be patient for that time period, I guess, which is what everybody has to be. But at least if you were a journeyman electrician and you're worried about having that 30-some hour, 30-some dollar an hour wage to make your mortgage and family obligations, once you're a journeyman, you've got that wage. Because if you can get a job anywhere as a journeyman, you're typically going to make something close to that. It secures, secures you better that way, I think. It's not what he wants to do. He certainly hasn't indicated to me that it's what he wants to do. I probably have suggested it before. So. I guess people need to do what they want. So. I think he's in a spot that he needs to take some job. Oh, I might be able to get him a job as an electrician if he wanted. If he wanted one. Like, I'm not saying that I could, I can guarantee it, but there's probably a chance that I could pull that off if that's what I wanted. I mean, I think he would do fine. Monday, yeah, uh, St. Patrick's Day off of work. No, no, I just wondering if you have that off. Yeah. Yeah. Suggested. I wonder if you're old. 
He's yeah. from uh, Aberdeen. Let's get him. Aberdeen. Com- com- yeah, contact him and we'll get him. You should, if you are taking old oats, uh, you need to wear a mask because they will be well, I have to antivirus. We should see some of, the, some of the samples we deal with. Like they send us samples of grain to like, the office. Like, um, there's probably going to be a very minimal chance of there being a antivirus in old oats. Like, um, there was one guy who sent in some, some wheat and I remember he sent me a text message and he said, because they were a little bit moldy and he said, don't smell them, smiley face. Yeah. He is, he is likely to get antivirus from all roads and anything else on the street. But then I had another thought, which, um, we're not substituting oats for anything else. No. But you know, the other thing that I was kicking myself for not realizing was that we threw away I don't know how many garbage bags last year full of old grain samples. Yeah, but were they old? Some of them were, most of them weren't. But I mean, why wouldn't a person, you'd, you'd think of, um, a, a bear would turn its nose up and leave? Well, why waste, we just why, why waste barrel space with something that isn't proven? Because we just threw them into a dumpster. But it's not proven because people use oats. I've never heard of anybody using anything other than oats yeah. with cereals, so why waste? You turn the sound on. But I guess my, my other Somebody, thought was that, you know, we should get what if you were to take one of those um, chemical tanks and just use that? As know, a I can throw them into oven. But I've already got a good idea. Okay, well, yeah, I was just thinking that you just cut the top off it. But I've, but I've already got a really good idea. Why not use that old deep freezer? And put wheels on it. That wouldn't fit a um, hundred bushels. You can't take a hundred bushels. Yeah, it would it, it would fit as much as uh, as if you're talking chemical tote. How much? How much? How many cubic feet is a hundred bushels? We're not taking a hundred bushels, are we? So you would think that you have some lighter container to house and um, so those are well. Olds, olds weigh a lot. No, they no. Well, but obviously, obviously, um, olds do weigh a lot when you have that many olds. So yeah, but that freezer, uh, which is why you want a heavy-duty insulated container so it protects them and so that it doesn't burst open when you're dragging it off the trailer. That's that's what you want. But those are those are fifty-gallon drums, right? Yeah. So the pressing concern that I am left with, unless Robin let a guy like store them in his yard, then he could lift them out of there with a tractor, is how to get them off the trailer. Which is why a co-worker of mine was like, well, you got that old deep freeze, why not put wheels on it? I thought about that and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Put wheels on it, strap it down in my enclosed trailer, push it back on and pull it off. Very simple. So if my math is right, it would be approximately, we need to fill up those drums, we need about six bushels.
Yeah, like so that's what we that's what we figured out. We figured out that one night we figured we'd need six bushels a ton, and we were and we don't want places. Uh, maybe even three. So we might want nine bushels, but the point is that those drums aren't going to empty out as fast as those garbage cans did, which I just disposed of. I just took them to the dump, but because uh, they're all shredded up. We will have more stuff to put to the dump, like, like besides sauna, there is this one wrecked up the upright little. So without really doing the altar and of the sun, without really doing a whole lot of math, like. The following prayers have been requested. That when I when they when I do every the blue that was chemical about those chemical we and I mentioned them to before you in the name um, of your son Greg, our Lord Jesus and Christ. And his reaction was that well if you're thinking the same kind of chemical tank I am dear father it wouldn't last you a long time. On behalf and of the thinking of the same kind of spouse who's um, lost the way of faith. Um, plastic drums I'm thinking of. Those that would get lost one back yeah, to your kingdom. And send escorts to comfort. I'm in a living room trying to have a conversation right now. Like I realize church is nice, but may they have peace in their home. I haven't. I didn't come to church. Dear Heavenly Father, like a busy mother with four young children, asks for prayers that you, dear Father, will help her. Help her, dear Father, in her many duties, caring for her little ones, which can be difficult and tiring at times. Grant contentment and, and strength to continue another day, another moment in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. You want to hold the ladder for me? I'm going to change that ball bottle. For a text, we will read several verses from the yeah. Gospel according to St. Mark, beginning with the 27th verse. And we'll read through the, the 20 sixth verse and we do this also in the name of our Lord right. Jesus okay. and he cometh to Bethsaida well, and they bring him a blind man and he besought him to touch him and he took the blind man by the hand garbage cans and let him out of the town surely this was last on his eyes and put his hands upon him and he asked him if he these barrels are like these plastic barrels are exactly where he looked up and said, "I see men as trees walking." They either use the After steel that, barrels, which are basically the same size as the plastic ones, and made him look up. Well, we don't know and if he the was restored and saw every man. There's no when they came back in a week, they were empty. We know that in the life of our our Lord and Savior Jesus, well, we one of the uh, things that he was, uh, that he, he did, was uh, to do many, many miracles. And, and I, I remember, even as a little child, or what? Uh, I don't think it would even fill up. I was, You'd be able to of course, amazed at the miracles, but I, I'd have to admit, I did kind of wonder why do we see, you know, kind of those oh, type of miracles of those so, uh, anymore. And uh, I also remember later on reading from, from uh, Luther, because I'm sure Luther probably had the same thoughts, but Luther explained that those miracles that Jesus did and are recorded in Scripture for us are in we believe. Google, how many miracles? And not only 
that are that are right right on the in particular the northern shore but all around that lake even the east side where there were pagans but nonetheless they brought this man to him and asked are Jesus there any restrictions to touch in him. Phoenix anymore? which ultimately no, Jesus actually did. He, he did some other signs. I was wondering signs if there's that, any restrictions uh, in Phoenix It mentions here that, that, this that is he Phoenix took the man services. outside yeah. of the yeah. town. Yeah. 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 the 23rd verse, it says he took the blind man by the hand. Well, it doesn't make sense because it's the Phoenix Winter Services. So obviously what's happening here is happening in Phoenix. Obviously what has to be. He's not like in place of Phoenix. He asked him if he saw speaking from Phoenix right now. So I wonder why and probably do wonder why would he leave the town. Well, we do know this that this. Mm -hmm. So there are actual winter services in Phoenix right now. Appears to have happened somewhat later in the something that they might have a couple of services there. Coming from and many people had heard of Jesus. Many people. Uh, and I guess they had their tedious camp to whoever more for a personal reason. I mean, I thought it'd be pretty neat to see a miracle, and you probably have as well. But uh, Jesus also I think uh, did not uh, want people from other people to, to, uh, to go come just like because they might see some amazing like thing. Yeah. From that and in yeah. this case, Perhaps that's one reason Jesus wanted more privacy with this man and, and, and probably some of the, a number of the oh, other followers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it says here <clears throat> what he did. They usually he, announce he, at the end he, who uh, speaking. Obviously touched this man, yeah. but he they usually announce at the end who, who spoke. What, what the significance of that is, I don't know. Who is this? nonetheless. He begins this uh, uh, healing of this man. I'll throw this and it's important to know when we Boys, when are you ready to eat? Because I'm, John I'm putting meat loading loaf into our exoesera in, in an, an hour. You know and these are totally virtual with Christianity. There's nothing going on in Phoenix. All the meetings are there at the LLC office, but two now, sermons tomorrow morning will be say broadcast it's, from it's, I think remarkable that so do they have uh, Mark, or why wouldn't they, by God's they think uh, that other design, did not go? believe well, it's just because of the difficulty of traveling, and I'm sure they shouldn't have rented the school, but they probably and wouldn't there are have other, uh, 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 incidents in in the gospel like the school would come really in maybe one or two of these, these read. what we call the synoptic gospels and not the others but the point why is this that to be one of them. i guess and they would have probably I don't think those who really would have gone this why it was important that this happened because they would, uh, have, you would have to say the LLC that, made the decision uh, in it, it was not some fault or anything they 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 Jesus Christ, Christ, no matter what happens summer services are mistakes or he didn't commit any sins but there was a reason and when we think about that jesus and in and in, in, in this in this particular Martin case the, the healing of, of a man's blindness which we don't know if it was uh if, if this man was blind from when he was a baby 
where are the summer services going to be recorded from? Where are the summer services? Where are the summer services? Same as these ones. If you can see any light at all, we don't know. There are people that are considered legally blind. They can see light, but they can't see much more than that. This man may have been completely in the dark, so to speak, but he could not see. And when we think of this part about our sight or our vision, we do know this, that with man's own temporal eyes, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have this image or this symbol, this symbology about blindness. The most important aspect that we would have to say in terms of uh, our lives and eternal life is that one would, would on this earth be able to see the beauty of God's kingdom on this earth. There's no power of our own, no knowledge, no depth of understanding that can see God's kingdom. In fact, sometimes we'd have to say the more we understand here, it, it's, it becomes even more difficult, more impossible to see God's lowly, grace kingdom on this earth. And we, we see what Jesus happened here, and it, it's important to note that uh, it, it, it's, it's faith that would have saved this man. But when we think of our own minds, and being able to see uh, God's kingdom. We would have to say, even as a traveler on the way, even with our own mind, our human mind, it battles against faith. The human mind is enmity with God. And it's only by grace, then, that as a little child, we're able to see God's kingdom. I don't mean a, a little child in terms of chronology, how old a person is, but by one's faith. Is it the faith of a little child? Then one can see God's kingdom. One who knows it all. And we have plenty of examples of that in Holy Scripture. The Pharisees are probably, the, the, you might say, the supreme example of those who are very knowledgeable about God's work. They knew this doctrine, that doctrine, but yet they could not see God's kingdom on this earth. Totally blind, spiritually. Well, this... We think about this man now. He's, he's, let's think of him in the situation where he's, he's, he, he, he can see, start to see something. Jesus touched him, and he, and he uh, if, if I remember correctly, he, he, he tells the man to to look up. It says here, uh, and when he had put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught, and he looked up. And it's remarkable what. I think what this man says, it's, it's quite notable. In fact, it's, it's not too difficult to imagine what, what he was seeing. He'll say he could basically see nothing. Now, after Jesus touching, he looks up and he sees something. He looks out and you can imagine it was pretty blurry because he says, I see men walking. In this, in this uh, 24th verse, and he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. You can imagine this blurry vision of a, a tree trunk and it's moving. What, what, what time is the Phoenix Church tomorrow? Too good. 
So I know what time to get up so I don't miss it. A man walking. Obviously, there was a few other the disciples were around. He could see something. And then it says here, after this, in verse 25, after that, he's speaking of Jesus here. He says, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored. Every man clearly. That's a miracle. I mean, even the physical part. But let's think for a moment about well, the beauty of, of God's kingdom. Right. So, so I guess you, then if I don't want to miss it, I should get up at eight, right? Eight thirty is fine. Come into contact hey. with uh, friends, unbelieving or or companions, and matters of of God's kingdom come up. And sometimes there's those that, you know, they begin to kind of wonder and maybe see it a little bit. And uh, if, if something comes of that, it's not in our hands. What's John Stewart, one of the guys that, that that you went we to Africa or Ecuador with once? work in God's kingdom. Not, I'm not talking specifically about uh, the, you might say that the uh, oh, mission is. work and so forth. That we could think about the work of God's kingdom in our everyday lives. Maybe it's parents, but maybe also, you know, the the the, the work uh, friends or school friends, acquaintances, neighbors. The work of God's kingdom that happens, not by our own efforts or merits, but that which God effects in the lives of humans, in the lives of people. Well. It's really not all that often that when one, say, initially hears about God's kingdom, that they know immediately that they found God's kingdom. I'll have to admit, one time I did see that kind of a thing happen to a person, and I'm not going to go into the details, but but he had been to many different churches, many. In fact, he'd even been to churches that were, were heresies of, of living faith. And to him, at that point, it's like it meant nothing. But when he came to the services of God's people, and he heard even the same word form, sins are forgiven. In Jesus' name and blood, he knew he had never heard those words before. That can happen. Maybe yet today is for many years. But on the other hand, let's think about those times in our lives when we can think of unbelieving acquaintances or friends that God doesn't work exactly like some kind of a miracle where it happens, snap, and Jesus was able to do that. But it still took faith on the part of the listener, the hearer. Jesus is working in this case I think it is unique uniquely important that this uh, we know it is because it's part of God's word but this particular case uh, is included in Holy Scripture because so many times in our lives we, we have these discussions with others about faith and it doesn't happen instantaneously God works
So in some messages in Minnesota, it's going to always be at that new ground. I think it's so important in our lives that we remember this. It might be with our kids. Sometimes it's uh, not necessarily even Will it always be the same congregation? Will it always be the same congregation in Minnesota holding it? Or it will be a different congregation? Thing. <coughs> he 
was a number of years later. When we have supper, we might need to bring another milk. Dad was sitting at the living room table. I was old enough to remember. <laughs> and his daughter, about 13 years old, sitting at the table with him. And they had the Bible opened. And they had that part from Scripture that his young daughter had opened where it says Jesus taught he said whosoever <coughs> sins you remit they are remitted unto them and whosoever sins you retain they are retained she said to her dad she said daddy can't you see it and he said I can she preached the gospel By that time, it was over 20 years. He believed the gospel. It didn't happen all of a sudden until that moment when God opened his eyes. It was like, in a sense, you could say, the second time that Jesus touched the man. Then, Dad was able to see. That was like that. But it wasn't, you know, that, that work... It was the work that had started years before. I'm sure he probably knew something was kind of different about my mom anyway. Because she was brought up in an unbelieving home. And they, they, even those unbelieving years, lived, you might say, a moral, nice life, God-fearing life. But it wasn't until later when God had done his work, both on my mother and then subsequently. God works in that way. When we think about and we look at this scripture about how Jesus here, it was no sign that there was any uh, lacking in the work of Jesus or God. But only this, that in God's time was that man's eyes here in the scripture and he's in my father and my mother when God could open that. Think about our lives and the loved ones we have. Fellow travelers on the way. And especially, you could think, during times of, of turmoil and battle. Isn't it important that we remember patience, love, the forbearance of Christ? Flesh and like flesh. Peter did. You know, he whacked the guy's ear off. What did Jesus do? Parents at home, it, it's pretty tough sometimes, isn't it? We know it is. But don't we ask? Doesn't mean this is, is something where you sweep these issues under the carpet, not that, or ignore them. You know, we've had many times, all of us, parents especially, but all of us, when those moments come in life where these issues of God's kingdom come up, maybe we're trying to help a uh, son or a daughter or some loved one or some traveler on the way we have, we had to say dear father give me words so i don't have them on my own give me patience and love the love of christ in dealing with those difficult issues in life 
the issues that we face, and we face a lot of them. And think about your own life. I have many times, and I think you have too, when we think about how often we have stumbled, and I have stumbled, and not only during adolescence or the difficult teen years, it, it's, it's carried all the way. Latest moments in life, struggling. But yet, it's, isn't it through that gospel, the reassurance to a child of God who so often is doubting and stumbling that we hear those reassuring words that says, Dear son or dear daughter, all your sins are forgiven in Jesus' name and precious blood. And to you listeners <clears throat> who find yourself weak and poor and seem like that the others find it easy to believe and the slowest believe, especially can believe all sins forgiven in Jesus' name and precious blood and peace, freedom, and joy. And it's good to remember that the teaching uh, of God's word. We, we know that uh, we get impatient in a lot of different ways, but even in, in not only dealing with our, say, our children, our loved ones, ones close to us, but even those on the outside of God's kingdom, we're kind of impatient. We sing about it in this. I thought about this song number 560 because it's kind of in us where uh, the songwriter says, tending the master's vineyard, my labor's weak. I've often held the sickle while I've been sowing seed. Hold that one sheaf would ripen, be taken into heaven, or glorify the Lord. We get impatient, but yet we have to say, let God work. Give me a heart of compassion and kindness. Not avoiding the difficult issues of life, especially as parents here, we have to pray again and again. Care for our young, care for each other in life. That's the love of Christ that we care for one another. Not only our fellow travelers, those on the outside. And we have to pray for God's strength to do that. But Apostle Paul did remind uh, how this work happens, and it also reflects this gradual work of God when we think about the work of the kingdom in our everyday lives. He said this way in in his first letter to the Corinthians, where they had a lot of issues. You know, it's really clear. They did. And fortunately, when you read the second letter, you can see that, that those issues had been cared for, and it was, it was a happier letter, the second one that, 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 that we have in Scripture. But anyway, he says in the first one, this issue, he gives a real clear picture about this gradual work in the kingdom. He says, I have planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. It was in God's way and in God's time that that happened. It happens in our time. And, uh, the, 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 uh, Paul later on, or at least during that same time frame, wrote to the, to the believers in Philippi about God's work. And he said, and I'm going to find this one in Scripture because it's, it's quite important, uh, if I can find that, about 
this 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 work of the kingdom of patience and love and kindness and leaving these things on God's timetable so to speak in Philippians it happens to be the third uh, chapter verse 15 where it says let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded and if in anything ye be otherwise minded God shall reveal even this unto you we're the ones that are doubting and stumbling. God can help. Even in the most trying times in life, God can help. Uh, we have to say that God's work, which uh, God's word, which we when we think of the essence of of the gospel itself. It's the preaching of the forgiveness of sins in the name and blood of Jesus. That's, the, you could say, the essence of, of the gospel. And uh, that gospel is often often um, compared to water, like living water. And when we think of water hitting parched earth, you know, the water, a lot of times the soil wants to drink it up right But the time zone and it, it bead on top. And then slowly, behind us, what's Minnesota time zone? An hour And then that parched earth drinks the water of the gospel and gives growth, brings the nutrition with it. That's God's work, and that's how it happens. In this life, what's after and, this service? Uh, we can even think of it in terms of. Uh, no, no, we're at, uh, yeah. what, what what's like after this earth service? Earth the seed now receives yeah, moisture. Yeah. Of the gospel gradually and begins to grow, absorbs that, and produces yeah. yeah. It begins to grow, puts down roots. That's the work of the kingdom. I want to reassure you, dear listeners, we sometimes in this life feel a dryness of anointing our faith. Jesus said you don't have to go thirsty. It's living water. And that water is the gospel word that reassures the weak and the poor. Sins are forgiven. In Jesus' name and precious blood, I find myself to be the weakest and poorest, slowest to believe. And need to hear the gospel. Even after you preach the gospel, promise to believe with you and are there you other people in in Remember the work, not a, not a, and the patience. There's God's There's people working there. Mm -hmm. That are doing that, that are doing the broadcasting. Yeah. To preach your word, dear Father. In Jesus name. Who do, are all the songs recorded songs? Or or how are the songs done? Are they recorded? In Jesus' name.
3.55. Following the song, Nathan Woolen will serve us. Please join in singing song 3.55. How late is the Phoenix Services going today? Is it like 8 or so? The, the broadcast will end at 9 o'clock. Mm -hmm. The video's presentation at 
myself. Mm-hmm. At nine, at nine, there won't be anything else. It ends at nine. Are all these songs recorded from CD? I would think so. Yeah. Like, there wouldn't be enough people to sing. Mm-hmm. And they project the songs, the hymns. Like, you can follow along with the words. How do they do that on the live feed? Of them that sold doves, 
and would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations a house of prayer? But ye have made it a den of thieves. And the scribes and the chief priests heard it and sought how they might destroy him. For they feared him, because all the people was astonished at his doctrine. And when even was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig leaves dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall not say, who shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, Whatsoever things ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Amen. It is, again, with that their faith in God. <coughs> That is, children could be that, that which is necessary for this time and this moment. Jesus was now living his last week of his life. He had told his disciples many times that he was going to suffer, he was going to die. His disciples, they didn't. Many times, this is he told them. They never. way it's come yeah something's coming for me Is that air cleaner making that noise? Why? Nothing like that. 
I've never heard him make that noise. How often do you clean the air cleaner filter? I think it's on the mm -hmm. 